Assalamu alaikum dear brothers and sisters Welcome back to Jannah Talk with your host Ahmed Hope you're doing well inshaAllah tabarakallah Today's podcast we are discussing how do we address Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? It's very important how we address such a person, such a honourable position It's not just we, we can't just mention his name like we would do with one of our friends It's what is the honours and what is the respect required when we say Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Okay, so it's one thing, how do we say it? The next one is, how do we rate it? We've all been involved in, in listening to a lecture or reading some material where Rasulullah sallallahu name is mentioned quite a lot but is it important or is it a, is it a must for us to write out his whole name or is it an abbreviation? What is the correct abbreviation? So we'll be discussing this. We'll also be discussing the, the sunnahs and etiquettes of nikah. Specifically, is there such thing as unlucky days that we should get married on or not or avoid to get married? Is there such a thing as unlucky days? And also, what are the benefits of announcing the marriage? What does it save you from um, announcing the nikah or the, the marriage itself? And last of all, we are looking at how people, unfortunately, in this this day and age, people are making um, like non-halal incomes from divorces. You know, they're making a business out of divorce. And, of course, there's halal businesses that are out of divorce, maybe a, a lawyer or something like this, but legitimately making it non-halal, like they are going out to get a divorce. They're getting into a marriage just for the divorce. So we'll, we'll discuss this as well. So inshallah, this is of benefit to yourselves. And yeah, we're just going to start the lesson now. Uh, inshallah, it's of benefit. So, the big question is this. How do Muslims like us, who live busy lives in non-Muslim countries, remain strong in our faith and practice Islam while being surrounded by temptations and distractions? How do we reconnect with Allah? and strive towards Jannah as one community of believers? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Ahmed Rehan and welcome to Jannah Talk. So someone asked a question, how is it, so we have to address Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, yeah? So how do we how do we how can we address Rasulullah? What words can the word Ya Rasulullah be said? O Messenger of Allah, Ya Habibi, O my beloved, Ya Sayyidi, O my leader, Ya Muhammad, O Muhammad. So these words, how is it to say these words? So then the answer which is found is It all comes down to uh, the belief of this person if he's merely saying it out of love for Rasulullah or to enjoy you know he's he's on a, he's on, on another spiritual connection and he's enjoying saying this and out of his love of Rasulullah as long as there is no uh, fear of falling into some kind of 
um, trials and tests then it's permissible to say this however if a person is seeing this out of this understanding or belief but that my Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is present my Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is present everywhere he's overlooking everything that I'm doing and I'm seeking help directly from Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam then it's prohibited to uh, address uh, using such words because this will then be ascribing partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this good to have this never mind good it is paramount to have love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam but for everything Allah has set boundaries um, we cannot exceed the boundaries set by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we can't go to another level in which we um, start comparing with Allah or equalizing them with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's another level that's extreme level so we can't do that like um, the previous some previous nations what did they say about Uzairul Islam about Uzairul Islam out of respect for them because he's son of Allah um, and some said about Isa salam, he's a son of Allah so fair enough have love for your Nabi but not to this extent that you start you know ascribing him Next to the next to Allah, or the Son of Allah, and similarly thinking that Nabi Sallallahu you know, is equal in his uh, in his awareness as Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and um, in his presence. With regards to Allah is mentioned, wa huwa ma'akum ma kuntum. Yani Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is is with us wherever we are. Yani Knowledge-wise, Allah is free from physically. Allah is free from any space, needing any space. But Allah's knowledge is so vast; it is as if He is with us. So it comes, like I said in the beginning, it comes down to the one who's saying this with what belief uh, and with what intention is he saying? It? If if he's saying it out of mere love for Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and without thinking that you know he's he's present here and he can he's on the same level as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and out of uh, enjoyment his connection that's fine but if he uh, but still in that case in that sense he needs to be careful he needs to be careful he doesn't fall into a fitna a trial a trial in the sense that he um, he he goes about uh, mix mixing in with uh, s s such whom whom actually are on this belief that Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is on the same level as Allah subhanahu wa taala. He can see everything, and he is present everywhere. Then that can um, that can be very dangerous. So that was one thing. Another thing about uh, uh, now the second query was about sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Okay, whenever we here in one gathering if we hear sallallahu alayhi wasallam uh, first time hearing this it is wajib and necessary upon every listener to say sallallahu alayhi wasallam so when you hear the name of sallallahu alayhi wasallam and we hear sallallahu we should send salutations upon him by saying sallallahu alayhi wasallam it's wajib once every other time in the same gathering it will be mustahab meaning we should still do it and we will get the reward for it now that was about when we hear it and then to say it but what if we are writing it 
and is said just say we're we um you know we're writing someone's speech and sallallahu alayhi wasallam is repeated do we have to write the full sallallahu alayhi wasallam what's ruling on this so then say it's the same ruling as verbally writing has the same ruling as verbally saying it so the first time in that gathering when sallallahu alayhi wasallam has been said and this person is writing it, it is wajib and necessary upon him to write the full sallallahu alayhi wasallam but however in the same gathering if it's repeated multiple times for which he is having to write multiple times then the remaining times to write the full sallallahu alayhi wasallam without indicating some people write s dot a dot w yeah uh, so some write some write down like that someone in arabic urdu just put a sod there as sallallahu alayhi wasallam some people put down sod lam ain meem okay so they say to write it down in full is mustahab and is uh, it is a means of barakat and blessings so hence why one shouldn't uh, uh, one should try to develop this good practice to continue writing sallallahu alaihi wasallam fully and not just to uh, rely upon um, uh, 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 yeah not not to just uh, Uh, use uh, indications towards uh, his name and with regards to the rest of the anbiya alayhi wasallatu wasalam it says it's mustahab and preferable and rewarding to write alayhi wasalam next to them yeah alayhi wasalam or alayhi salam so we should one should try to write that um if a person uh, no someone asked look if we write sallallahu alaihi wasallam the first time fully and the rest of the time we only indicate towards the durood by uh, writing s a w or or just a sad or something like that um, would he would he be sinful so he said since he's wrote it down once fully he won't have the sin of uh, missing out on the wajib however however he has missed out on a mustahab act something which was rewarding and something which we going to get the sawab and the reward of durood upon nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam we shouldn't really miss out on that opportunity about sahaba radhwanallahu alaihim ajma'in so sahaba normally we should say radhiyallahu anhum if it's a plural um, may allah be pleased with him if it's one sing, single sahabi that we're talking about then radiyallahu anhu may allah be pleased with him if is a female sahabiya that we are talking about then radiyallahu anha um, that's a feminine pronoun anha may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with her now to write radiyallahu anhu or anhum for the sahaba again this is mustahab so if anyone has uh, missed out on writing it or the the this this faced with indication towards radiyallahu anhu by writing our ra or something like that then they won't have they won't be sinful but we learned about writing sallallahu alaihi wasallam that it is wajib especially for the first time and the remaining time to continue writing the fully it is mustahab may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us ability to recite as much salat upon nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam as possible salat ala nabi 
So we should try every day, 300 times, 400 times, 500 times, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's a very small durood. I know the durood Ibrahimi, the, we, the one we read in Salah, is one of the longest durooths. Alhamdulillah, however many times you can say that, that's fine. But, you know, if a person wants to do zikr in abundance, uh, send a, a, a lot of durood upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Alhamdulillah, if he even uses a shorter one, then it's fine. But at least to uh, at least to send durood upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in abundance. May Allah give us all the tafiq to do so. Inshallah, the more durood we send upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the more closer we will be to uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hereafter, and the more we will be worthy of uh, his intercession, inshallah. Okay, so my brother is going to the third module uh, we're talking about the sunnahs and the etiquettes of nikah last week the last etiquette we covered number 15 was not to consider any day as an unfortunate day to get married in any day or any month oh you know what these days you shouldn't get married these months of the year you shouldn't get married and there's no such thing Days of ignorance, they used to think of that, but Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said there's no such thing. Any day and every day, the nikah can take place. Okay. Sixteenth one. Openly nikah should nikah should be performed openly. As Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned in the hadith, A'adinu hadhan nikah. Announce this nikah. Announce this marriage. Okay. So, by announcing the marriage, it will save a person from a lot of accusations. <clears throat> they say he got nikah done uh, in a small gathering, a small group. People don't know of it. And then, you know, he's he's driving his wife around. <clears throat> or, and you know, he's, he's seen, mashallah, okay, he's taking, <laughs> you know, he's taking a girl around with him. Yeah. So people who don't know that he's married, could you know like a perda? You know he goes around with, you know he, he takes girls for a drive. But that's that's his that's his wife. He's married to her. So to announce this nikah, Nabi announces nikah. We need to try to help anyone and everyone to stay clear from any kind of misunderstandings. And to conduct them in the masjid. Uh, that's the place to carry out the nikah. In the masjid. That's what Nabi taught us. So the more we do our nikahs in accordance to sunnah, the more likely they will be successful and fruitful and they will last long. Inshallah. Otherwise, it's very sad incidents we're coming to hear these days that um, so many divorces are taking place. So many divorces. The husband and wife, newly married, still in the in the wedding place, and the meal has yet not ended, finished, and you know they're already the divorce has taken place, or the husband and wife they've left the. You know, they've left to go home, but en route to their house, you know, divorce has taken place. So they haven't even spent a day or even an hour, uh, you know, together yet, and divorce has taken place. So it's very sad, uh, unfortunately, that at the time of happiness, 
to educate the ummah and uh, the masses of uh, patience, of the akhlaq, the qualities, the attributes we should have and uh, warn them about talaq and the consequences of divorce and if it ever leads to that then what's the steps to be followed now these things have, people need to educate themselves before they get into a marriage but sadly since they don't then at least at the time of nikah um, you know everyone needs to be reminded of this that you know beware don't go down this route and people not knowing they say talaq once twice thrice all three times they think talaq will not happen without saying it three times now what happens is shortly after they're regretful and they want to get back to each other but you know after saying it three times there's no way back whereas if they had said it once or wrote it once it could have had the same effect as saying it three times but one a person should even go down to that route there's other ways to reconcile and Allah has mentioned those first uh, Allah has mentioned those ways in the Quran فَعِذُوهُنْ and then you know you need to you should call your family members over um, and so on many other ways to be tried Allahu Akbar and the last that's the last thing we should ever ever bring upon our tongue because out of all the permissible things the most disliked thing for Nabi wasallam was actually talaq and divorce Allahu Akbar may Allah save us all may save the ummah from this the, 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 the divorce rate is crazy and now some people have just uh, they're making business out of it some ladies uh, uh, you know it's heard about some woman they're just making business out of it so the girl and her father they appoint a meher a dowry that this is uh, you know that you have to give us this amount of gold uh, you need to give to us possession so they give into the possession beforehand uh, okay and you know whatever the car we need this we need this we need that okay so that's that's gifted to them and you know that goes into the possession nikah uh, as soon as the nikah is taking place she swears at the husband's parents of course the husband's going to get upset so husband says what are you talking about you know you need to, you, these are my parents why are you abusing them why are you swearing at them for and you know there she she just carries on and then he he fires away with talaq and there you are nikas ended within a few minutes and she's gone off with all the money she's taken the car the gold what she wanted and she carries on spends her iddit few months and then she gets the same scenario they do with another person and you know it's, it's become a money making uh, situation as well may Allah forgive which Nabi Ali says nikah is an ibadat is a form of worship nikah is sunnat is sunnat of all the anbiya but it's been Allah Akbar totally taken out of his con uh, uh, context to the bride and groom this dua should be given barakallahu laka wa baraka alayka wa jama'a baynakuma fi khair and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you may Allah bless you may Allah ta'ala shower his blessings upon you may Allah ta'ala uh, combine you both in goodness in khair at the end of it to uh, to to share uh, dates or dry dates this is also sunnah of nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
قالت عائشة رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم تزوج بعض نسائي فنثر عليه تمر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم got married to some of his wives فنثر عليه فنثر عليه التمر so then he he so dates were given out Allah Akbar okay my brothers we leave it here inshallah so to share dates uh, and some sweet at the end this is sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam if it's going to make a mess in the masjid then to present it to them hand it to them individually just so that the masjid does not uh, does not become messy we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us the ability to adopt every sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam mashallah we're going to come across the next etiquettes of simplicity and so on and uh, that is paramount for uh, to have blessings in the nikah to have a happy nikah amin wa inshallah you enjoyed that episode and gained benefit please join us in our facebook group by clicking the link which is in the bio of this episode in there you'll find over 350 muslims we're sharing information knowledge how to better deen family tips and photos relating to this episode as well until then, I will speak to you in the group. Assalamu alaikum, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.